We shall see if there is an archive Sunday service coming out today. Normally there is, but Hake has been lax in those things. It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Standard Time here in Los Angeles. It is Wednesday, January 4th, 2023 A.D. And we're going to have a fun, perhaps a loosey-goosey Wednesday show for you guys, I think. Talk about, I want to give you a nice flashback on that mentally ill Swedish child uh, line. Referring to our favorite climate hype activist, Greta Thunberg. The only one we know about, actually. And uh, a little side note about Christopher Hahn who is the guy who shamed Michael Knowles, based Michael Knowles. So I'll talk about that. I'll th- talk about these thuggish white supremacists talking about being doxxed. <laughs> oh, man. It's, I'm laughing because this person on the Internet, on Twitter, unironically called them thuggish white supremacists. I, I literally thought she was being silly, ironic, tongue-in-cheek, sarcastic, joking. But no. And some other things. Uh, There's this conservative guy who calls himself an alpha male who a couple of months ago was promoting being, uh, being, uh, taking kids to Hooters. Is that grooming the hetero, the homos, homosexuals and transgenders and radicals are calling that grooming? Is that grooming? It's terrible. What a mess. There are some gays out there, radical homosexuals, and their supporters who are wolves in sheep's clothing, pretending that the Bible was mistranslated back in 1946 and homosexuality is never uh, called wrong in the Bible. Actually, it was just a mistranslation from 1946. And it's a lie that has affected the culture. (laughs) Give me a break. What a mess. All that and your calls if you would like to call in. But anyway, guys, let's get right on with... The show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Hey, guys! Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. So, how are you guys doing? I am fine. I was admiring the uh, car wash um, water and soap and stuff going down the windshield. Isn't that a relaxing scene? Isn't that so nice? <laughs> I'm looking at the edit on the delay. Uh, I'm watching on Twitter. Did you know I stream on YouTube as well as Rumble? And Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E. And D-Live, I'm still on D-Live. Actually, quite a lot of stragglers are still over there watching me on D-Live. How do you guys feel about me calling you stragglers? <laughs> I don't even call, I don't even treat the Facebook crew. Are we streaming on Facebook still? Yes, indeed. Shout out to the Facebook crew. I don't even treat this Facebook crew with such disrespect as I treat the D-Live stragglers. <laughs> nice. But we like your stickers. Very cool. 
So let me dive right into some topics, guys. I want to give you a nice flashback because some of you may not remember this. And in my mind, this is a go-to clip slash line from base Daily Wire uh, host Michael Knowles, who did appear at the men's conference a few years ago. Bond Men's Conference here at Bond, right here in Los Angeles. Michael Knowles of uh, Daily Wire. Daily Wire is Ben Shapiro's outlet. I think Michael Knowles is a Christian. I do believe he is. Uh, So here is, you guys all know about Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg. Something like that. Greta Thunberg. I'm trying to pronounce it correctly for the Swedes. Samuel the Swede once told me how to do it. Is that guy still around? Um, This is from Fox News from 2019, talking about that mentally ill Swedish child who is not very ladylike. I showed that clip to you guys yesterday. Not a clip. I showed a screenshot of what she wrote. Of course, I blocked it out. I censored it because she was putting bad words into fake email addresses. I can only assume it's a fake email address. She did tweet it at uh, Andrew Tate, calling him small D-word energy at getalife.com. That's her email address for him. I guess she made it special just for him, or maybe she didn't make it at all, probably the latter. Not very ladylike, that young lady. And she is in her late teens, perhaps even early 20s now. But this is when she first came on the scene, I want to say or not long afterwards anyway, she was trending on Facebook all propped up because she's a Swedish girl, right? Child, 16 years old, but she looks like nine. Not nine. I'm, I'm exaggerating. But she has autism, I think. Yes, a girl can have autism. It shows you how real that, auti- that autism diagnosis really is. And she f- hyper-focused on... This climate hype. And now she has climate anxiety. And she's spreading her misery to the world because an evil person wants to spread their misery into the world, right? And the mainstream media props her up and, and uh, encourages her in her delusion and distress, mental distress over the fear-mongering about the climate hysteria, you know? The climate hysteria. So here's Michael Knowles of... Appearing on Fox News, he was a regular guest at that point, even though he was on Daily Wire. He would regularly appear on Fox News, just like uh, our friend Ben Shapiro. So he goes on and talks about the climate hist- uh, radicals who are really communists. Green is the new red, as in communism, by the way. And she's saying that this thing, or he, Michael Knowles, is saying that this is not serious. He's talking to Harris Faulkner of Fox News. That nice black lady. And uh, this Christopher Hahn guy whom JLP has talked to before on his show and on other shows. He's known as the Mr. Beta Male guy. (laughs) He tends to overreact to stuff and perform. He's a performer. He's phony. But here's Michael Knowles, a sensible young man, skinny boy, talking about Greta Thunberg. Enjoy this clip. Clip. 14. I'm skipping 11. Is it 14 or is it 13? 13, right? 
Here it is. Enjoy, guys. The climate hysteria movement is not about science. If it were about science, it would be led by scientists rather than by politicians and a mentally ill Swedish child who is being exploited by her parents and by the international How dare left. You. So what you're seeing here is a political movement and a religious movement, and it's fulfilling religious and political goals of the left, but it isn't doing very much for science. Chris, you had a visceral reaction to that. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, you're a grown man and you're attacking a child. Shame on you. She's trying I'm to not, do I'm what you think the is, left thinks for is right. And by the way, now right, relax, skinny boy. I got this. Okay, you're attacking a child. You're a grown man. Have some. Coop. I'm not. I'm attacking okay, the left for exploiting television. a mentally I, maybe ill on, child. Maybe on your maybe on your podcast, you get away and say whatever you want because nobody's listening. You're on national television. Be a grown up when you're talking about children. She's trying to save the planet because your president doesn't believe in climate change and kids need sure. to take to the streets to worry about their future. You are despicable for talking to her about her like that and you should apologize on national television right now i think the the international left and her parents who are exploiting a girl with many mental illnesses you called her, her mentally ill take it back now she is take mentally it Ill. back now she is mentally ill she has take autism she has obsessive compulsive disorder she has selective you mutism. are she had you depression. are despicable her mother wow he listed off all those things is that true i don't Michael Knowles is not fake news, by the way. I will have you know. He tells things that are true. I don't think he's ever said a lie, ever. Lying is a sin, by the way. <laughs> uh, he said she has OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, which is that a real thing? Um, selective mutism, is that what he said she has? And uh, depression, depressed child. Oh, yeah, that's real good for her. She is called autism her superpower, according to Nick, referencing Teen Vogue. R- Nick is a Teen Vogue fan. <laughs> Just kidding. Teen Vogue is really gross. They're, they're horrific. Talk about groomers. And The Guardian says that, too. Guardian is evil, too. Guardians of evil, Darth. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so sick. <laughs> you may know, just a side note, you may recognize Christopher Hahn. He's the guy JLP debated a couple of years ago as well, after this incident, about the China virus. JLP, Jesse Lee Peterson, I'm on his network. I don't spit in his studio, not on purpose, anyway. Said, hold on, Mr. Beta Male, because JLP said that this China virus is not as serious as they are pretending that it is in order to do these communist shutdowns and scare the women and the control everybody else. Sh- shut up, beta! Then the YouTube video, and it's also on other platforms, I'm sure. BitChute, probably on Odyssey, probably on Rumble as well. JLP, shut up, beta! Sorry, kids. But Jesse said it. I can, it's, I can, I'm quoting him. Jesse destroys liberal on live TV because... This uh, Christopher Hahn guy, who is known, I have some screenshots of this guy, uh, Beta something. What is it called? <laughs> beta male, I think I, I have it. Yeah, Beta male Chris Hahn, host of the Aggressive P- Progressive podcast, adjunct professor of political science at Hofstra University, former senior aide to U.S. Senator Chuck Schumer, Charles Schumer, a demon rat from New York. That's Chris Hahn. He's all, 
No, I got this, skinny boy. Wow, so he can call a white-grown man a slur, but the white-grown man can't call a mentally ill Swedish child what she is. And he can't. He can't. He was not allowed to after this. He was not allowed back on Fox News. That's why I call them faux news. <laughs> no, I like Fox News for what they are. But they have a men- uh, mentally. They have a female running Fox News now. And so after this incident, uh, not, not the one, not this one. This one's cool. This was on a different network. JLP talked about the China virus with an expert guy. Uh, him, I guess. And then uh, this guy who's a beta male. Hold on, Mr. Beta male. <laughs> the beta male tries to drown people out and he performs her performative outrage, right? Performative outrage. You just call that child mentally ill. Take it back. Apologize right now. And JLP called him beta. <laughs> uh, nice. So ridiculous. Yeah, the female head of Fox News, I think, said that, that uh, based Michael Knowles of, of uh, Daily Wire would no longer appear on Fox News. And I don't know if he's ever appeared since. Was it worth it, Michael Knowles, to tell the truth? So, uh, so frankly? Because it was a frank statement. Accurate. 100% accurate. But sometimes that ty- sometimes the world is not ready for the truth and you have to give it to them in little bits. You have to put it nicely. So but sometimes you don't have to put it nicely. Was it worth it? I don't know. For me it was, for my sake it was because it went wild, it went viral and now I have that in my mind. I cannot get it out of my mind. Mentally ill Swedish child. <laughs> uh But sometimes it's not worth it. And I don't know if it was worth it because Michael Knowles, I think he's a net positive. He was a net positive being on Fox News. Be led by the spirit, right? But look, to me, this stuff is a trap. They try to trap you. Remember the, uh, and then I will get to calls, guys. Hang hang tight, callers. Um, Remember those uh, kids, high school so-called kids? Who were like, uh, who were like, now the kids have to bring common sense gun safety reform. They they try not to use the, uh, they try not to use gun control because everybody knows gun control is violation of the Second Amendment. Now they have to call it common sense gun safety, gun reform. Reform the the blacks, reform the families of, of all races. Reform, uh, stop allowing divorce. Which one got banned? Michael Knowles, of course. Michael Knowles got banned. Reform that. Not the guns. And the government tries to meddle in things and just makes things worse. Terrible. But they use women and children to go after the guns. The March for Our Lives kids. I remember I called them stupid. And my video got censored. So it's a temptation. They put out the POC tokens, the children tokens, the woman tokens, the gay tokens to protect their bad narratives, their lies. They being the liberals, right? 
or the communists, the evil people. And they try to be as ridiculously lying as possible. I, I s- swear, I swear I think that uh, Barack Obama, Obama would just lie in your face and be ridiculous as possible and just try to troll you. He did it to troll you guys, troll us, to make you mad. You would think they'd be thanking me, talking about the Tea Party, just mocking them. No respect whatsoever. And they tempt you to say something or do something crazy, to be angry. And then they can be like, see, these people are just angry, evil people, distracting from their own evil, distracting the suckers from their own evil. They love when white people shoot up synagogues and POCs. They love it. The liberals, the evil people, they lick their chops and rub their hands together. Yes, yes, a white overreacted. And committed a, a terrorism. Yay! Now we can go after the whites. Now we can go after the Second Amendment. Now we can go after the First Amendment. Now we can get rid of America. The libs lick their chops. Because they can distract from their own evil and point at the whites. Pretend all the whites are evil like they are white. They're evil. Who's not evil? They just selectively point out the different evils. I remember seeing a... Uh, I don't know if I have my thoughts together on this or a clear point that I can get across on this, but I have it like in my mind where, you know, they point out these so-called white supremacists and how they say different things that are, uh, that sound harsh. And yet they're very fine people over by and large. They're very nice people. Evil people are nice and they have, uh, some things about them that are very positive and you find that among the uh, black Hebrew Israelites. I've noticed, I'm, I've hung out with black Hebrew Israelites before. I've talked to some of them on my show. And some of them are very fine people, very nice, hospitable, uh, conservative, somewhat Christian sometimes. And uh, yeah, they have their issues, their weird parts. But they're called a hate group by the SPLC, the ADL because they think they're the real Israelites, the real Jews, so they're called anti-Semitic. And, you know, they kind of think that they're the best race or, or nation or whatever. And so they're called supremacists and all these different things. But they're just very fine people who may ha- believe stuff that may not be true or are confused, and they have anger just like everybody else. You, come, you go to the average liberal. They're very nice people sometimes, have nice parts, talented some, in some ways. And then you listen to this, some of the stuff they say about whites and cops and lying things about Christians. Very evil, nasty, filthy things. Very evil. Evil at heart. And then they selective, but they selectively only point at the haters, the whites and the uh, black Hebrew Israelites and the, uh, sometimes the Nation of Islam because they go against the Jewish people. Reminds me, honest, honestly, uh, this temptation Reminds me of Rush Limbaugh. Remember Rush Limbaugh? You may not remember this. This was like 2012 or so, give or take, maybe 2011. Or maybe 2009, I don't know. It was during the Obama administration, one of those. He called Sandra Fluke, this female, at the time, maybe she was a college student or outside of college, educated woman. What she is, he called her what she is, a slut. He called her that. But that's not a nice word. The libs freaked out at the truth. 
Because she was like, oh, we need our, our birth control subsidized in college. We spend possibly $10,000 on birth control over the course of our college careers. We need that subsidized. Men don't have to get that subsidized. Uh, don't have to pay for all that money. Women should get that paid for. I don't know if it was 10000 It might have been 10000 or 5000 or 3000 Thousands of dollars on so-called birth control to have all the sex you want and not have any babies out of it. What a sick woman, huh? And Obama praised her. He called her on the phone after Rush Limbaugh called her a slut. <laughs> Advocating being a slut and having her sluttiness subsidized. Sorry, kids. Don't say that word without parental permission, I guess. But he, he was losing sponsors. The libs freaked out because it's a temptation to call somebody being ridiculous what they are. And I think he apologized, too. Should he have apologized? I don't know. It's a business decision. One wise man I heard at that time or a few years later said that he was angry when he called Sandra Fluke that. Sandra Fluke. She's to this day a dumb liberal activist. I should don't say dumb kids. So don't let them tempt you. Be even. And yeah, maybe there is a time to say slut. And maybe there's a time not to say slut. Maybe there is a time to say mentally ill Swedish child. Maybe there's a time not to. The worse and the more out of control they get, the better you have to be. The more perfect you have to be. Cops with whites, I've noticed that. I mean, cops with blacks, really. Black criminals. Remember that guy who shot Walter Scott in the back? Had he been perfect, he probably would not have shot Walter Scott in the back. But maybe he overreacted, or at the heat of the moment, he was the pressure of, like, having to chase down this guy, tackle him, fight him, struggle over the taser, maybe, and the guy was running away again. He shot the guy in the back. And as of, like, the 70s, the so-called Supreme Court said you can't shoot a fleeing suspect in the back even though, unless he poses a direct, immediate threat to yourself or others, the community. So it was not especially an unarmed suspect, supposedly. How do you know if he's unarmed or not? Walter Scott and Michael Slager, former officer Michael Slager. Pray for Michael Slager. Uh, he's in prison maybe for life. I don't know. Down in one of the Carolinas, he shot Walter Scott, a black guy in his 50s who ran from the cops. He owed, like, child support, which I don't support. I don't believe in child support. So the cops have to be more perfect with the blacks and the out-of-control criminals. Men have to be, like, perfect with women who are going out of control. Conservatives have to be perfect with the liberals. And perfect doesn't mean you never say slut or never say mentally ill Swedish child. But you're smart about it, wise, led by the spirit, right? Christians with the world, whites with blacks and POCs and uh, fellow whites. <laughs> fellow whites, 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 whites. <laughs> Terrible, huh? <laughs> Awful. Before I get to calls, let me show this thuggish, these thuggish white supremacists. Oh, my gosh. Clip 12. We're going kind of backwards with the clips. This is from a woman named Hannah Geis. Geis? G-A-I-S. Hannah with an H at the end. And she tweeted this, heartwarming. These thuggish white supremacists bond 
over being identified through our reporting by me, Jason underscore A underscore W, and uh, Colborn Michael. I guess, and then she puts posts a couple of SPLC hate watch 2022 article posts. So apparently this woman works for the Southern Poverty Law Center, which is an anti-white, anti-Christian, just an evil, communist, un-American organization that pretends their claim to fame is having exposed the KKK. Ooh, exposed the KKK. Sometimes they point out people who are actually hateful people, and sometimes they point out people who are uh, loving people, but it's very selective because they themselves are every bit as hateful and evil as the people whom they're pointing out. And worse, honestly. So uh, she said, she tweeted this, and it's these two normal-looking guys with uh, nice tans, but they're white, I believe. Maybe part Hispanic, perhaps. Who knows? One of them. Or Italian. Or Irish, you know. But at the beach, they're at some beach having a conversation. It's a 43-second clip. Uh, and I literally thought that this woman was, thought, was being tongue-in-cheek, sarcastic, joking. By calling them thuggish white supremacists. What are you talking about? So listen to these normal guys talk and see how thuggish they come across. <laughs> they don't come across as very thuggish to me, but you, you, you tell me what you think. Listen to this. Um, I think a lot of people there, they get, this, uh, they get this idea that we're trying to be intimidating, that we're trying to, you know, look scary or something. Obviously, at this event, there's going to be the same thing, people in masks, hiding their faces. Why is that? So, really, I mean, it would be an ideal world if we didn't have to wear the masks. But, you know, I mean, I'm already doxxed. You know, you're doxxed. Uh, so, it's not really a problem for us. But there are other guys, you know, that were, they don't, they're not in the same situation in life where they can, you know, show their face or have their identity being revealed. You know, the regime which we live under here in the U.S. is uh, becoming, you know, more tyrannical day by day. And, you know, having free thought and uh, expression and... Believing what you want to believe is something that, you know, is no longer protected in this country. You know, I guess at one point it used to be, supposedly at least, you know, maybe not when I was around. Terrible, huh? He's describing reality. So is this woman being sarcastic about it being heartwarming? I don't think of it as heartwarming. I just think of it as maybe it is a little bit heartwarming to hear these guys talk about the reality that young white men face. I guess they are, I don't know who they are, that something will to rise, and one guy has a t-shirt that says thought criminal on it. Why from the back? I don't know. But they're, those two guys were not wearing masks, but a lot of, a lot of young whites got to wear masks now if they're in the Proud Boys. Proud Boys is called a hate group or an extremist group or a, ter- a gang or a terrorist. Give me a break. But yeah, a lot of people have to protect their identity, and it's wise to do that in many, for many cases. Don't let them tempt you like, oh, don't be a, don't be a coward. Show your face. Show your real name. Show us where you work so that they can get you fired. Yeah, right. For some of us, it's fine. Because nobody watch as, uh, as what's his name? Christopher Hahn says, maybe on your little podcast that nobody watches, you can say whatever you want and nobody cares, but you're on national TV. Have some couth. Apologize right now. You call her mentally ill. 
funny. Christopher Hahn. He's enter- he's entertaining. Is he a normal white? I don't Certainly doesn't have normal white Christian values at all. Worked for Chuck Schumer. That uh that guy who's Mr. Betamail. Arguing with Chris arguing with uh based Michael Knowles of Daily Wire and JLP being a ridiculous liberal, aggressive progressive. Working at Hofstra University as an adjunct professor. Typical, ad, typical angry professor. <laughs> uh, Hake never hides from anybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> There's a time to hide. There's a time to not be, I mean, got to be wise. Anyway, uh, yeah, those are thuggish white supremacists. All right, give me a break. We're about a half an hour in. I will be reading more, uh, reading your super chats. I did see them come in, guys. But first, let me get to a call or two. Let me talk with Jeff in Louisiana on the line. Been on hold forever. Jeff, thanks for holding. What is up? Hey, man, I just had a question for you. Now, this, this is a, it's not trying to get us started, but if you're such a man of God and you, you follow the woods and everything, why is it that you had to miss the guy that got hurt on mass football TV as a black person? And the I'm not not the way you say it is black. Man, it's a guy fighting for his life. I mean, it's not black or white something else. He's fighting for his life. He was 24 years old, and he dropped he dropped the ground, quit breathing. Yeah, he's got to nine minutes not breathing. Are you referring to my Hake news announcement from yeah. yesterday? I believe it was yesterday, maybe today too. Yeah, yes, it was on. It was on Thursday. The report was Bills player, Buffalo Bills player, collapsed mid game. I think it was what yeah. was it Monday Night Football or Sunday night? Yeah, I was watching the game. He collapsed mid game, and and the problem the problem with it is, is this thing this ain't you, but the problem with it is uh, ESPN has been running that twenty four seven. All they keep talking about is that against all their shows just talk about that. It's still it's for the way the NFL and all them make some money off of it. The guy's 24 years old. He's part for a lot. Yeah. And Damar Hamlin. Still, still Damar yeah, yeah, he's still not Hamlin. breathing. They, they, finally, they, finally, they finally got him off. Uh, he's, not on, he's not on 100%. Uh, no, they had, they had him. They intubated him. And he's on he's, uh, 100%. They had to have him breathe. Uh-huh. They started getting well, getting some of his own breaths back. But wow. the dude was the dude was 24 years old when he graduated college. He was a six-round pick, so he wasn't no high-profile player. Right. But he was a six-round pick, and when he graduated from college, he started a GoFundMe fund, or not not a GoFundMe, uh, one of them charity organizations done Christmas for kids. Yeah. And in three years, they got $2,500. The night that happened, in four hours, it went to $5.4 million. Wow. Yeah. Wow. The, the dude, the dude, the dude's trying to help people out. He's not, you know, he made a little bit of money getting in the NFL, but he's trying to help people out. Right. He, you know, it's, it's not just about him. It's trying to help people out. Uh-huh. And they got $5.4 million in Pittsburgh for Christmas present for kids. Uh-huh. And that's just, you know, you, you got to think about it. Man. It's, it's not black or white. It's, it's people that are good or bad. Oh, yeah. I brought up his, whether he's black or not because, well, th- yeah, yesterday well, when I first heard about it, I'm like, Damar, is that a black name or a white name? I just yeah, like well, to know well, what people are, whether they're black yeah, or well, white. I, I can't, yeah, I kind of call it back on my – I called a show about that. I kind of call it back because 
if you're going to try somebody, you know, you're, you're going you're going to say black or white or brown or Asian or whatever. You're going to say it. So I, I take that back. It's not it's not to fault you for saying it. Oh, okay. But the, I, I just want people to know the guy the guy's a good dude. Yeah, I, know, he, he seems a lot of these. Now I don't know if he's a good dude or not, but a lot of the NFL players they're encouraged to be uh, positive members of society. So yeah, I don't know but, if but, it's but out he, of the goodness of his heart that he started this charity for well, kids. He, he started he started that before he went to NFL though. He yeah, started that while he's in college. Okay, that, but even still, like people do but, things, but she, people do yeah, are do gooders for all kinds of reasons. But yeah, I'm not I'm not saying, saying that it's bad or good. I'm just saying. We yeah. don't know whether but, it's but bad or you, you got people like you got people like Ray Lewis that commit a murder and rape somebody that's NFL making billions of dollars. And you Ray know, Lewis. it's just Oh yeah, that's, that that's guy? A, he's a, he's a nice yeah, guy now, right? Isn't he a Christian? Supposedly. But he <laughs> killed somebody. He murdered somebody in New Orleans on Super Bowl weekend. It, if, did he actually murder somebody or was it a fight yeah. and he killed the guy? No, he murdered something. Well, it's a fight and he killed it. it don't if it's a murder, fight and he killed I mean, somebody, then I don't know if you can necessarily he, he call that murder. Him. Oh, he, he shot, shot him? Them. Was it in self yeah, he defense? Shot them, so it was. No, it was just, it's just, it's just a drunk party in New Orleans for Super Bowl weekend. Uh-huh. He shot somebody. Now, you can't, but you can't even say Ray Lewis is a bad guy just from hearing that alone. You don't know, you don't know how he is now. You don't know. What good things you don't point out? You haven't pointed out good things that he's done, but he's done some nice, nicey, nice things. Um, murder trial. But, I don't know if he was was he convicted for murder. Yeah, he's convicted for murder. Are you sure he's convicted? Because you may be just saying that, and I don't know if he actually has been. I'm trying to look it up, but he. I think he did a plea deal or something. But yeah, a plea deal doesn't mean you were convicted. A plea, a plea, a plea deal is pleading guilty. It's just not. Having I'm not a saying he is or isn't guilty. I, I'm just saying we don't know the whole story, and people will say stuff just from what they hear. Yeah, I, I, so don't be don't too sloppy. Don't be too yeah, sloppy with whole, your words. We don't know the whole story. I'm yeah. just talking about news reports. We don't know the whole story. So then, don't but, call him a murderer but, and a bad guy if you don't know for sure. That's my point, man. But. Ray Lewis may be an okay guy, or he may not be. Maybe a phony. Maybe an okay guy. I don't know. Same thing with this guy. Same thing with. I I didn't call talk about Ray Lewis. I mean, personally, I don't like him. But you know, there's players across the league that do stuff, and yeah, for sure. What what's messed up is is you know this guy Monday night. Matter of fact, the NFL Monday night they they gave him five minute rule to warm up to play the game again. It was the coaches of the game against the game. It wasn't the NFL. Oh, it was okay. Coaches. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame the NFL for doing whatever they did or didn't do necessarily. People, I heard they were being criticized, but yeah, because because NFL tried to play the game again. They told they told the players, "You got five minutes warm up. We're going to start the game again." Uh huh. And the coaches, the coaches went in the locker room and talked to the players and said, "We're canceling the game." Yeah, the players I heard were emotionally distraught about it. It's it's understandable. It's, they're not. They're not used to somebody actually like dying. They're used to people yeah, getting maimed and <laughs> and yeah, severely but, but hurt and injured. Was, there was a, but not and dying. And what kills you is, is they talk about how great the NFL the NFL medical staff is. It took them nine minutes to get him a defibrillator out there. Wow, interesting it took man. Nine minutes yeah, his heart had stopped. I heard for like seven or eight minutes, which is a long time. Yeah, nine. His heart stopped for nine minutes. 
if the dude lives, he's gonna be brain. He's gonna be brain damaged. Oh, I mean, there's a there's a. Is that for sure, or it's it's a major? Well, no, uh, it's I a just, major. I mean, I've worked, I've worked, I've worked though, over 15 years in healthcare. I know when when you got, when your brain goes to the oxygen that long, yeah, brain cells don't die. So you know, nine minutes without the oxygen is a long time. That is a long time. That's wild, yeah, man. man. It's just you know, I feel sorry for you, but man, I ain't gonna hold you up, man. I was gonna tell you, have a great day, man. I'm glad you're back. Thank you. Happy Happy New Year to you, Jeff. Good to hear from you. You too, man. Bye. Bye. Yeah, so that's Buffalo Bills safety, Damar Hamlin. I was commenting with I was commenting with Nicolas of Nickstream that the guy I saw a picture of him looks a lot like that guy from Compton, that rapper. Kind of a dumb liberal rapper, but talented. Kendrick Lamar. Young man. Damar Hamlin. And not one of the fat guys. He's fit. So it's kind of shocking. It was after a, uh, a hard hit, I heard. Hamlin took a hard hit while tackling Bengals wide receiver T. Higgins, stood up for several seconds, and then fell to the ground. And, of course, the TV doesn't show him falling to the ground because I guess that's disturbing, right? And I said died. Does that, is that considered dead? He looks like Denzel Curry if you... Looks like a rapper, <laughs> says Nick. Uh, medical personnel rushed to attend to Hamlin, administered CPR, gave him oxygen before he was taken off a field in, a, in an ambulance. I told the story about his uncle or somebody in his family saying that they had to resuscitate him twice, once before taking him to the hospital and again at the hospital or something. This went from a sports story to a news story, from a sporting event to a matter of life and death, Joe Buck said on ESPN. Players became emotional on the field, praying together for Hamlin's health. Lord, everybody starts to so-called pray when, something, when stuff gets serious. ESPN broadcast booth said shortly after the incident, players were given five minutes as, as, uh, as mumbles... He calls himself Mumbles. Jeff from Louisiana. <laughs> I was blanking on his name. He, he calls himself Mumbles, or P, he says that people call himself Mumbles. Although I heard him pretty, pretty clearly this year. Maybe he t- did a New Year's resolution to speak more clearly. Right on, Jeff in Louisiana. Uh, players were given five minutes to warm up before they would restart, but j- coaches of the two teams met and the players left the field. Many sports analysts and fast fans questioned why it took so long for the NFL to postpone the game. Arguing players were con- clearly in no condition. They're all t- talking about mental conditioning. When you cater to people's mental weaknesses, you enable and encourage mental weakness. I'm not saying that they shouldn't have stopped the game. I'm just saying we have a culture of catering to mental weakness, which is only encouraging more mental weakness, in my opinion. I remember after 9 11, uh, 2001, I was in college. I was going to college, Azusa Pacific University, a Christian school, and one of the liberal teachers canceled class. He's like, we can't do class today. We're all the way over in California. We don't know about New York. Yeah, we saw the buildings go down. Yeah, we saw a few people jumping from the things, but we're so mentally, emotionally removed from it. Meanwhile, I mention it to this day to New Yorkers. I met a New Yorker in like Las Vegas a few years ago, and I mentioned it. Immediately started crying. People are very emotional about it in New York. But in L.A., most of us didn't 
care. I mean, we, we knew it was wrong, it's evil, it's shocking, but we're not like emotionally distraught and unable to continue. But the guy canceled class. And I get it. Yeah, we, we all want to mourn together. But meanwhile, my uh, cross-country coach, I, was, I, did, I ran cross-country one year in, in college. Two years, actually. Two separate years. And the guy's all, the coach, he was maybe not a liberal, not so much of a liberal. He's all, if we cancel practice, and it was a hard day too, <laughs> hard workout day, they win. You know, I'm like, whatever that means. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to stop life because of the terrorists. The terrorists win. I don't see how they win. But we did it anyway. Life goes on as the great prophet Tupac. <laughs> I'm half-jokingly calling him prophet. Life goes on. How many brothers fell victim to the streets? Rest in peace, young N-word. There's a heaven full of peace or heaven for a G. Something like that. Life goes on. Last year, we poured out liquor for you. This year, N-word, life goes on. That's what Tupac said in that uh, How Many Brothers Fell Victim to the Streets uh, rap song. It's so true. Life goes on. You got to continue. You wish them well. You don't want to... You don't... Anyway. You get what I mean? They're like grown men being emotionally distraught. They're blacks. You know, in the NFL. It's understandable. Mama's boys. They brutalize each other. Uh, but then when one gets a little heart attack, <laughs> heart stops for eight minutes. <laughs> little. 24 years old. And people do wonder if he was vaccinated. I disavow such line of questioning, of course. <laughs> I'm chuckling because you shouldn't disavow that line of questioning. But, you know, oh, you don't want to speculate. You don't want to make assumptions but we really don't know what went on. Somebody said in the chat, people drop, high schoolers drop it dead. Uh, you hear about it, you've heard about it for years, decades, before and after the vaccines. Maybe more so after, I don't know. Vaccines do hurt some people. So anyway, we wish this young man well, Damar Hamlin. But get tough. This frightening moment, yeah, it's it's disturbing, was a reminder of the violence inherent in one of the world's biggest entertainment properties. I wonder what JLP's fallen state guests would have to say about this whole situation. Remember that fallen state guest from a couple of weeks ago? Luke Pettigout. 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 Luke, I am your father. White guy, big guy. Uh, in, the, in the end, the players are humans, not just items on a fantasy football roster. Damar Hamlin appears to be a person who's especially generous. In 2020, he raised money to run a toy drive for children in his Pennsylvania hometown. Toys aren't going to do anything, <laughs> but it's nice. They need fathers, not toys. In the hours following his collapse, fans found the original GoFundMe for the event. Initial goal, $2,500, and contributed more than $3 million. Uh, Mumbles over here, Jeff from Louisiana. <laughs> Love you, Jeff. Appreciate you, man. Said it was $5.2 million. So nowhere mentioned in this whole story was forced vaccinations. I don't know if it has anything to do with it. I, of course, disavow such anybody saying it was. 
because they don't know it. They don't know. We don't know. We don't know. But no one should assume or speculate either way. Oh, oh you, you shouldn't say it's not. You can't say it's definitely not, of course, right? In America, which this country is no longer, it is okay to ask about that. Just not on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter, etc. So, anyway. Uh, yeah, we wish him well. Enough of that. Let me get to John in Kentucky. Been on hold for some time. John, happy new year to you. How you doing? I'm doing good. Just listening to you mumble and complain again for the 55th millionth time. <laughs> Appreciate it. Man, I, I got a serious question, though, because, you know, I don't agree with nothing you say most of the time. But there's some stuff you uh, agree with. Well, yeah, maybe. Right. But um, to me, it seems like your job is to get on the Internet and complain about people with different lifestyles than you, Right. Uh, what makes your lifestyle so much better than everybody else's? I don't know if I ever suggested or implied my lifestyle is better than another person's. My way of seeing (laughs) things is my way of seeing things. Uh, uh, isn't it, isn't it right to stand for morals and, uh, and not hating white people, not hating Christians, Free speech, don't, the Second Amendment. Don't you hate black people? Of course not. I love black people. See, and, if and, I love anybody, me. if I love anybody, I love blacks. Okay, Jesse. That's what Jesse <laughs> sounds like. But, Jesse doesn't say if he loves anybody. He he loves everybody. That's what he says. Yeah. Oh, he don't say he don't say if I love anybody as black people. That's what I think he says. No, I said sometimes. But I mean, just because you say it. Doesn't mean you love black people. Right. If you love black people. If you love black people, you would you wouldn't mind them living in your neighborhood. You wouldn't uh, <laughs> be complaining about them all the negative stuff. You never say anything positive about black people. Yeah, I do. Like what? Very Don't inter- say that we're entertaining. <laughs> Don't say that we're entertaining. Yeah. Is that not a good thing? But see, you look at us as like clowns, though. <laughs> in I, some, I mean, on a human, but not a- on a human level. On a human level, uh, I do admire, and I said this recently on one of my debates, I appreciate that blacks get it off their chest. They say what's on their mind. <laughs> and that's a good thing. That's what whites should be doing. Uh, is that the only thing, though? That's one good thing. Um, what do you like about whites? I like that whites are civilized, for the most part, more se- a little bit more sensible per capita. <laughs> They're and more that's cons- all opinion, right? No, that's, that's not. Opinion. No, that's not opinion. It's a matter of fact. Because you don't think black people are civilized? Not not per capita. You okay, know, you know what per capita really means. Per, per no, capita really. means okay. Uh, it's more free. It's more common to see a party go out of control or a store get looted like crazy, and it be blacks than it than it is to see whites doing Dude. that. That's a certain kind of black, and that's not most. I know, black. but it's but it's more common still. But y'all, y'all put us all under that one umbrella. Not really. That's, that's the beef. Yes, yes, you do. I do not because y'all say that's your assumption. No, not all, put, but most. That's what y'all live by. I know, but the and, way uh, that you guys are is is enabling that to go out of control, just like the 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 heterosexuals. 
who are being loose morally with their sex stuff. That led to the homosexual and the transgender and all this other dege- uh, the that, children violation type stuff. One that's evil called a theory, man. No, it's not a th- it's not a theory. It's it's evil grows, and the people who are who have lightweight evil are providing cover for the evil the people who have extreme evil by being okay with their lightweight evil. We shouldn't be okay with any evil. Well, because the reason why I call go ahead, go ahead. Okay, my point about my my point about blacks in general is that they believe in this racism thing. They don't really think clearly when it comes to. They're not really fair minded when you when you get on like this race topic. They they fall into the imaginary racism thing and they don't think uh, fairly, fair mindedly. Well, and that includes started, that includes nice guys like you who wouldn't tear up a store, and that includes nice guys like Joe from Phoenix, who doesn't commit crimes that we know of. Most of us would not tear up a store. Right, that's what I said. But you would, but, but you don't think clearly when it comes to the race stuff. You get all well, sensitive. See, this the thing. Like the women. This the thing. This the thing. Hey. Okay. You look at life through a different set of eyes, and you have different experiences than we have. Uh-huh. And when I first started listening to Jesse and then uh, later listening to you, and y'all talk about this imaginary racism, yeah, that threw me for a loop. Because okay. it's, not, it's, it's not imaginary when you've experienced it. And you, and you guys call it a, a made-up word. All words are made up. You have to call hate. By race, racism. It's okay if it's, if somebody came up with that word. I mean, that's what it is. Are, is White people, are you racist? Are, am I racist? Yeah. Do I hate? Do I hate white people? Is that what you're asking? Sure. No, I don't. I don't hate them. No. You hate no white people. No white people. Yeah. You know, I can't particularly say that I hate anybody, really, but. I can say I don't like a lot of people. There's a there's people there's people who say that they're racist. There's whites who say that they're racist and they say that they hate black people, but they do not hate all black people. They have black people who they they like. You can't speak for them though. No, but they say that. They say, "Oh, that's one smart African American." Or they say, "Oh, he's one of the good the ones." word probably. They probably said the N word. <laughs> no, he said it. He literally said African American. I'm talking about a guy who was on Jesse's show who called himself racist. Oh yeah, I mean, it's a lot of white people call themselves racist because they know they hate white people. I mean, black people to the bone. But look, I seen a story the other day. Uh, okay. the, uh, the Lowe's company. This truck driver was delivering, I don't know, furniture, appliances, or whatever. And the white people that live there said, "No, look, I'm not going to let a black person." Uh, bring anything in my house. I need a white driver. Mm-hmm. So that right there tells me, like, that's just that's just racist. That's just racist and but hateful. Why, if any, did you did they say why? Because they don't like black people. They said they, they said they don't like black driver. people, or they don't trust black people. They said they didn't want a black uh, person delivering their goods from Lowe's, and they didn't explain why. They, they don't have to explain that they're saying they're specifying a skin color. Right. But that's that's called that may be. And I have no idea. It may be a risk assessment. Maybe they've see, seen one oh too many. God. No, listen, maybe they've seen one too many black uh, workers 
pull a fast one and steal or not do a good job or whatever? Or they just have a personal preference? Like, they have a right? You agree with me that they have a right to ask that, right? I mean, yeah, they can. And and, and Lowe's should have, you know, said, look, we just won't sell you anything. It's what they should have did, but money talks. So they got some money. Yes, they should have. Or maybe their great-great-grandfather was in the Ku Klux Klan, and they have a culture of hating black people. Right? I don't know know what the Ku Klux Klan culture is. I've never really talked with them. People, I know what the... I'm just saying I know what the uh, mainstream narrative is roughly about them, that they used to bomb some stuff. But I heard the communists were more involved with that than than ordinary KKK members. And I know what it was founded as as opposing the oppressive northern carpetbaggers and feds and stuff after in the midst of the so-called reconstruction, which was communist and evil, I think. But anyway, like, but don't blacks have, aren't there a lot more black thieves per capita than white thieves? When I say per capita, you run, you run a higher risk. Of, I uh, don't know, but. I do know. And many whites know, do know. And many blacks do know that there is a lot okay. of theft coming out of uh, random black people. So you don't know which one's going to be good or, and which one's going to be a thief. This is what I do know. I mean, you may lock up those low-level criminals, thieves, and all that, but what about all those rich white people that that uh, you know steal from people? <clears throat> I, I don't. I think it's called white-collar crime or uh-huh. blue-collar crime. One of them that that never go to jail behind stuff like that, and they're not looked at as criminal that's, the same way the low-level guy is. If that happens, that's wrong too. And if, I say if, if because happens, you're talking about white. Those might not be normal white people, and blacks disproportionately commit the white collar crime too. Once they're up, uh, led into the white collar uh, thing, when you look into it, uh, hey, I'm telling you, you're professional yeah. at being in denial and like saying <laughs> if and allegedly, <laughs> right? Like, you know, you know how to flip it to make it where okay. black people are in. Fact we all know criminal. that there are in fact these, right? <laughs> Because I but you don't really, know how to do that with the white people. You, you have to be on defense because well, that's, because that's there's, your show. Because there's like that's Jewish, there's like Jewish people who are kept called white, and they're they're in they're the white. white. They're they're do, white. They do white collar crime. There's Italians. Those are don't count they're as normal white people. When I say normal white. white people, I mean American, <laughs> Christian, uh, wasp, white Anglo-Saxon, Protestant. Not these Catholics, Italians, Irish. Shout out to the Irish and Italians and Jewish people. But those aren't normal whites. Y'all hate us the same. Y'all all hate us the same, man. No, we don't, and we love you. (laughs) (laughs) No, y'all don't. Y'all do not like black people, man. No, I mean, I don't like hanging around the crime and and loud. Sometimes you guys aren't even, sometimes it's not even a bad thing. It's just you guys are loud and aggressive for my taste. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, for, for your taste, but that's right. a superiority kind of That's not superiority, that that's preference, man. I wasn't ra- I was raised I was raised in a quiet home. No yelling, no, no hey, screaming. You know what, man? Yeah. There, there, there's black people like me that don't like being around all that loud talking and stuff either. Right. But uh that's not the only culture that's like that. You have different white cultures that are like that too that I are know. loud 
and aggressive. And Italians. Like Jewish people. I mean, Irish. Irish, Irish too. Yeah. <laughs> see, but, you got, you I mean, get me. <laughs> but, but. We're brothers. See, we're brothers in certain ways. No, nah, you're not my brother. You're not my brother <laughs> at all. Oh, man. But, uh, I mean, so I'll get off the phone. Okay. You know that, that I'm an Israelite and I do think we're in the, in the last days, like Jesse say. Because he, he sounds like he lost all hope or whatever. But the way I look at it, I look at it that, you know, uh, the world is shifting and it's going to get really, really, really bad. And then it's going to get really, really, really good for us. And then y'all are going to be like super, super, super in the dumps. So everything's going to flip. That's the way I look at it. I don't know how you feel about that. but Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I'm, I, I can't I'm predict optimistic. the future. I'm optimistic. Uh own for, for my people well man i wish so, you well it's good to hear from you ha- i guess happy new year to you and merry christmas <laughs> okay yeah no i don't do that man all right and, and christmas is over so so why do you keep telling every caller merry christmas? <laughs> christmas is over did you know that the armenians and the orthodox people celebrate christmas on january 6th i think that's this friday oh so so are they celebrating supposedly the, uh, there's 12 days of christmas so many people agree with you. The insurrection too? Yeah, it's not a real insurrection, but yeah. yeah it is an insurrection. <laughs> you busting out windows and throwing uh uh furniture and stealing out of people's offices and lighting trash that, cans a, on fire. That's a riot. And beating police beating police up. That what you describe yeah. is a riot. That's not an insurrection, man. That's what those white people were doing. Yeah, they were rioting. That's true. There were some rioters yeah. in there. Some bad, yeah. some bad hombres, bad actors for sure. Thanks, yeah, John. It was a lot of them. It was a lot of them. A handful. <laughs> Take yeah, care, man. It was a lot of them. They're still in jail. All right, man. All right, bye. <laughs> still in jail. Oops, my bad. Sorry for the click, guys. I pressed it, but I didn't press it alpha. I pressed it beta. I pressed it all soft, weak, shameful. We are close to the top of the hour. I got to get to. Um, more calls and stories and clips. I haven't even got to clip 11 yet. But now is time for some music. And uh, this is a good one. This is Jackie. Chung. Chung. Merry Christmas. I love you. <laughs> and I'll be right back for hour two. Hang tight, guys.
终于在擦满火花于天地，热炽地追逐一个心理，在这温馨的日子，温暖地累积于心里所有，全部给你，没有点点白雪不会有传奇，亦多么感激人在一起。圣诞快乐，不变这般真理。将当天一些再说起，仍然难形容是你，渐令两心都不再躲避。终于在擦满火花于天地，热切地追逐一个心理，在这温馨的日子，温暖地。累积于心里所有，全部给你。没有点点白雪不会有传奇，亦多么感激人在一起。忘形的 Merry Christmas， 为战胜转变天气，去亲亲你，明白一要苦。似圣诞快乐，不变这般真理。Isn't this nice? 
because they're businessmen, so they kind of know a little bit better. But not necessarily morally accepting all the degeneracy. But shout out to the four kings of Canto Pop, including Jackie <laughs> Chung. He's also a movie star. He appeared at the beginning of uh, Bodyguards and Assassins, which was a great movie. <laughs> so anyway, can't twerk to this, Hake. Yeah, true. Uh, let me read a couple more chats. There was a funny chat that I saw. China boy band. No, it was not a boy band. Oh, Lord, communism going up. Nick jamming right now. Indeed. Ting ping pong. I have no clear clue what the lyrics say. However, nice tunes. So anyway, what's up with the communist music? Lin Yen Chin. <laughs> Did Lin Yen Chin like this? Now I want a fresh dog, says Lin Yen Chin. <laughs> uh, well, guys, I got some super chats to read as well. I'm remiss in not reading all of the super chats. I still have some to catch up on from last year because I was out all those months. Uh, based America First... With a super chat, streamlabs.com slash the hate report, 1619 MLK. <laughs> 1619 is a reference, I guess, to the 1619 project. Worked for free for 244 years. They did not work for free for 244 years. I'm interrupting Base America First super chat. I remember MLK in that clip I played towards the end of the show yesterday, uh, right before talking about Greta Thunberg, the unladylike. Woman, he said, we worked for free. No, you did not work for free for 244 years. The slaves were paid, okay? They got room and board. They never had it so good. People who worked and received food, shelter, medicine suddenly couldn't find a job to pay for those things. 1862 Homestead Act gave anyone, gave anyone 160 acres, must live on it and improve it. 1889, Oklahoma land rush. Open to everyone, too, says Based America First. Fact-checking, lame 1619 MLK. 1619 is a reference to that Ronald McDonald-looking, light-skinned black female propped up by the New York slimes, the failing New York slimes. And then she turned around and called them racist. <laughs> who, woman who wrote the 1619 Project. Did she get, like, a Nobel Prize for that or something like that? And it turned out to be fake news. A lot of it. At heart, it is fake news. Thank you, Based America First, for the fact check. Fact, fact, fact check. That's how Hillary says it. Um, yeah, true. Jordanos Desta with another super chat. Hank, this country falling apart while white people hating on their own now. And if you are a politician, your kid, like Ted Cruz's daughter will go against you, and you will surrender the fight. Social media is used for evil. Yeah, oh, are you serious? Is Ted Cruz surrendering in some form over his daughter opposing him? I wouldn't be surprised. Remember Dick Cheney? Dick Cheney, vice president of the United States under George W. Bush in the early 2000s. He, this guy, and I voted for him twice, this guy supported so-called same-sex marriage, I want to say, because it, one of his daughters, not Liz Cheney, I guess, but one of his daughters was a lesbian or is a so-called lesbian. 
And so Dick Cheney, being a weak, supposedly white, not very Christian father, perhaps he is a Christian, calls himself that, going against not only Trump nowadays, what a loser, angry loser, but going for so-called same-sex marriage or something to do with the homosexuals, uh, applauding that wrong is right, applauding not gay as okay, not okay as okay. Yeah, terrible. So if Ted Cruz's daughter is bisexual or something, I don't know, or did she cut herself by accident or was it on purpose? Who knows what's going on? Yeah, terrible. People are weak. Oh, could you close the door for me? I'm hearing, I'm hearing too much chatter out there. We keep the door open because there's a lot of hot air coming out of my mouth. Or I keep it open. No, pro- no problem, Nico. It's my fault. I left, it, I left the door open. Thank you, Jordanos Desta. Good points. Appreciate you for the support as well. Lin Yen Chin with a super chat. Shout out to Lin Yen Chin. Says uh, OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, is what they called it before calling it autism. Oh, really? Are you serious? I thought that those were two separate things. These categories are not reality, says Lin Yen Chin. And I, I believe that. I was thinking about the different things. I saw this word called pre-diabetes. One in three adults is at risk for pre-diabetes. Um... So it's a condition now. Once you call it some particular condition, the mind locks you in as having pre-diabetes when you could probably get out of pre-diabetes. I heard that some people can even overcome diabetes itself. It's not a permanent disease. Even the permanent diseases are sometimes cured by miracles, maybe, I don't know, or by medicine, which is itself somewhat of a, um, thank God, right? I don't know. Uh, These categories are not reality, says Lin Yen Chen. They are just endlessly morphing compartments of the mama paradigm. Interesting. Yeah. It isn't true to substance or circumstance of the people associated with such terms, such as autism or obsessive compulsive disorder. Yeah, it kind of describes what everybody is. Oh, but these people have to be extreme. Yeah, nowadays people are extreme. I guess partly because people are so spoiled, you know? Let me read some throwback supers because I want to get through uh, them. Remember I left it at the 10th of October. That's where I left off, the 10th of October from Based America First. Here's from the 12th of October. Yesterday I read from the 10th. (laughs) Based America First says Social Security Administration is increasing benefits 8.7%. To keep up with inflation, the largest increase in four decades. You know, people who are just living off of their Social Security after working all their lives and out of their paycheck, it paid into Social Security. And now they're getting maybe that money back or that money back plus interest or money back period to just live off of once they're retired. In some cases, some people, that's all they can live off of because of different situations in life, right? Health or whatever. But we're in a recession and losing more jobs monthly, says Based America First, which directly funds Social Security from FICA tax, F-I-C-A. More debt spending for a raise the rest of us don't get. 
says based America first. Yeah, I've heard that Social Security is not really self-funded. What a scam, huh? Who put that stuff in there? Was that that sleazy communist uh, FDR, Franklin D. Roosevelt scumbag? Sorry, kids. (laughs) Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Is he the one who's we blame for so-called Social Security? Not the right solution. Not the right solution. Especially not with the federal government. They, they, very dishonest people, and they can get away with it. So sick. Super chat from October 17th, based America First, says California prosecutes doctors for spreading quote-unquote misinformation. I've heard that. So-called misinformation. California pushes so-called misinformation. California wants this wants to take state custody of minor children from other states who identify as so-called transgender, too. Yeah. California prevents law enforcement from upholding anti-trans laws from other states. California apparently wants to be a trans-sanctuary state. California doctors ask children as young as three, if they're a boy or a girl, to establish a pattern of trans identity. Does it take a genius to see where this is headed? Parents? We don't need to know stinking parents. Yeah, good point. The government wants to play like they're... It takes a village. It takes the government to take away your children. Sleazy uh, judges and lawyers and stepmothers paying away, taking away the... uh, taking away the children from the fathers. What a sick world we're living in, you know? Thank you, Based America First. Uh, An out-of-state super chatter giving Hake the news about California shenanigans, California laws. And I'm in California. (laughs) But thank you. Appreciate it. The super chats bring in the content. Indeed. So I appreciate that, guys. Nice. Somebody in uh, Odyssey says the Klan was just white people... Uh, white people's ADL stopping black crime. <laughs> uh, in many cases, I'm sure that there were problems. We've had problems here. This is a no N-word zone. <laughs> Remember that Japanese or whoever that guy was over in Arizona or somewhere? He said that to some black YouTuber guy. This is a no N-word zone. <laughs> I, of course, disavow that. I'm laughing with the black guy and not at the funny statement from the uh, funny Asian man. Based Asian man. We've had problems here. <laughs> anyway, uh, let me get to Justin in Big Sandy, Texas, Tejas. Justin in Big Sandy, hey, Texas. Hey, Happy New Year, man. Long time. Happy New Year. It's been a while since I've talked to you. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, so how's your New Year been so far? So far, so good, man. Thank you. How about yours? That is good. Same here. I've been working on some personal projects of mine. I've been starting to make money off of one of them. Wow, congrats. So I'm happy about that. And Enterprising my college life's going unusually good. I thought it would be, you know, like an SJW cesspool, but where I'm at right now, it's actually decent enough, you know. Nice. It's where you are, you know, not where you're at. Where you are. Where I am. Oh, right excuse now. me. Yeah, you don't end a sentence with a preposition. <laughs> Everyone keeps on forgetting phrase. that. I don't know why. But. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's redundant. Yeah, it's redundant. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, That's cool, I mean, man. my it's college life has been good here, you know. I mean, 
last time I called you was a uh, Labor Day of I think it was the year before last, actually. So wow. it's been over a year. I you know I've I, been busy with college. Nice. That's it gets to you, but the true. thing is, you know, and, and I'm going to say this: for some people, college is unnecessary, but for some people like me, it is necessary. Cool, man. You know? I'm not going to ask what you're going into because I don't want to get you doxxed or anything or anybody to Fair try enough. to to stop your career before Thanks it starts. Thanks for looking out for me. Yeah, <laughs> but that's cool. It sounds like you're a businessman, entrepreneurial type of spirit anyway, yep. making money off of yep. some of your endeavors or one of them. That's cool, man. Yep. And the thing is, you know, here at the college that I'm at, you know, the thing is they're, you know, with SJWs, they push all this, oh, Children can be this, that, and the other, and this, that, and the other. But we actually have an LGBTQ group here, but they're not, they're nothing like that. They're really nothing like that. I mean, look, you can disagree with them all you want, but they are way more peaceful than most of these other LGBTQ groups. They literally are some, they, it's one of the most peaceful LGBT groups I've seen. Now, whether or not you agree with them is one thing. Right. But the thing is, when it comes to this specific group, heck, I was watching our college. We actually had a screening of what is a woman. There were a lot of things I agreed with it, a few things I kind of disagreed with it, if we're going to be honest. But I watched them, and then outside there was the protest. So I talked to them, tried to get their opinion on it. Yeah. Went to what is a woman, got their opinion on it. I, I came out, you know, learning both sides of the argument and of course i lean more with the matt walsh crowd of course right you know i i I lean somewhere you know away from it on a few select things but in the overall arch i agree with matt walsh on it you know yeah the thing is the thing is when it comes to that transgender stuff my problem with it isn't necessarily that people are being diagnosed with it it's that it's getting glorified and too many people are being diagnosed with it and yeah. it's being much more, much too many people are being diagnosed with it. And the irony is people are developing true dysphoria after they transition, which means there were more and more people are regretting their transition. There are higher suicide rates. Yeah. And that's because of the fact that this has became much more of a beauty issue or a it's cool, man, let me do it kind of issue than yeah. an issue with doctors, an issue with counselors, an issue with therapists. You know, in uh, Europe, they banned puberty blockers for children. Nice. You heard about that? They banned puberty blockers for children because of how experimental they are. Right. Here in the U.S., in some states, you're completely fine with doing it. And like you said earlier, in California, parents can take away or kids can have their parents taken away from them because they don't support their transition. So you're telling me that a four-year-old can transition. Look, if you're 40... I could care less. Live your life. You know, whether or not it's wrong is one thing. But if you're an adult and you feel like that that's the right thing and you get the proper stuff, then then I don't see anything as wrong with the keyword as wrong. But if you're a kid, it's wrong no matter what. Yeah. No, I think I think an adult should maybe be institutionalized or something. But a a kid that's how bad it is, you know. Yeah. And a kid, it should be out of the question. Just yeah, people are it supposed be to be out of the question. People are supposed to overcome issues, not have them celebrated and propped up as a as good for them. It's, I completely agree with that. And the thing is, you know, especially when it comes to gender dysphoria. Look, I think some people, whether or not they should be going by the opposite gender is one thing. But for some people, being able to have an appearance and being able to 
live as the opposite gender may be the right thing for them. Whether or not they actually are is a completely different situation. But if they're able to present, sometimes it helps, but many times it hurts. And the thing is, heck, there are even transgender people who say that it's not the right thing to do for everyone. And the thing is, when it comes to that kind of topic, the thing is, you need to be able to have a doctor who knows what they're doing, a therapist who knows what they're doing, and won't just say after two appointments, you got gender dysphoria, let's put you on hormones. Because you know even then, certain people with dysphoria don't even need that. Maybe they just need more therapy, and it'll go away over time. I think that what happened with your mindset is that you don't even realize that that it didn't used to be therapists and doctors that people looked to for their 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 spiritual and so-called psychological issues that are affecting their minds. It used to be fathers and men of the town and uh, pastors and God and himself, really. That. So I agree with that. I don't logic. think that as a Christian myself, you know, the thing is our country. I'm not going to quite say hell in a handbasket. It is getting there to a certain extent. But yeah. the thing is, God is an amazing person, amazing spirit. He's an amazing thing. Uh-huh. And God, you know, Jesus, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The thing is, if more people prayed, if more people believed in a God period, I, I mean, if look, I'm a Christian, but the thing is, you know, if you believe in a different God— Look, I want you to be a Christian, but the thing is, in this country where you have freedom of religion, you have every right to exercise whatever religion you want. My thing isn't necessarily that it's not a Christian God, it's that it's no God. Of course, I think everyone should be a Christian, in my opinion. Right. But the fact that worshiping a God gives you more of a balanced morality, I mean, of course, to me, Christianity gives you the most balanced morality, but any God, period, you know, with most, with most religions, there is morality. With there's Christianity, a... of course, there's the most. Right. But with most religions, there is a high level of morality. And the thing is, I don't think atheists are immoral, but the thing is, they don't, they don't necessarily have an organized source where... The, um, where the morality comes from. And even then, most of the atheist people's morality comes from religion, probably Christianity, especially Christianity here in the U.S., because let's, even if you have three generations of atheism, that generation before the first generation of it might be a Christian, might be a Christian generation. Uh-huh. And, it, and the thing is, lessons are taught over time, over generations. You know what, man? Um... You sound like a politician. Are you an aspiring politician at all? Nope. I don't want to be associated with politics. Are you somewhat libertarian? Are you somewhat libertarian or or uh, you you remember that I am a libertarian. Okay. But I'm also a pragmatist, which right. means that I look at each I look at each issue and make my opinion based on the individual issues, not based on an ideology. Yeah, and then um which Let's politicians see. don't do, at least most. Are you an aspiring uh, talk on the media type of a person, like a like a, a pundit at all? A pundit uh, depends on what type. If it's a talking, if it's a talking points dominant person, then no. Because the thing is, but I you try would, to but you would be interested in some things. sense in doing that because that's the exact. Yeah, you course. sound I like mean, if that you sound like those guys where people need a third opinion. Yeah, you sound like somebody who I might hear on uh, 
like one of those talented young guys who talk all nice and fair-minded and intellectual on like Fox News, whom for the yeah. most part I agree with them. They might be a little too easygoing in my taste, or too li- too libertarian for my taste. But you sound like fair that, enough, you know. But interesting, fair, man. You've always yeah, sounded like that. That's a fair to be opinion, honest. you know. Well, thanks, you know. And the thing is, I don't. <laughs> I, my opinions, most of my political opinions, ironically, don't come from politics. They come from a more libertarian philosophy than libertarian politics. Because when I I look at politics. From a philosophical standpoint, I look okay. at it based on what has worked over time. Yeah. And I look at it based on different standpoints from not necessarily all philosophers, but I look at it from different points of view. And my issues happen to lean towards a libertarian, I don't care kind of thing. Like you mentioned earlier with, you know, same sex so called marriage. The thing is, to me, religiously, marriage is between a man and a woman. But the thing is, I don't think that the government should dictate what marriage is. Second or the First Amendment says freedom of religion. No law should be established regarding religion. Now, the thing is, I personally believe that religion is, or that marriage is between a man and a woman. But if we have a law in the books on it on either side, that is kind of dictating religion to a certain extent, in my opinion. Because the thing is, when it comes to marriage, it has been interpreted as something that is religious, whether or not. You're for same-sex marriage. People who are for that are for it being more secular, which is a lack thereof religion. And it's but also illogical. It's religious. It's, all, it's not just secular, but it's illogical. It's not a real marriage because a marriage is, right. is between a man and a woman for the purpose of making a family. But a same sex, I agree with that in terms so-called of the religious can't. kind of context. But, the but thing it's not is, just religious, it's I just practical, don't want the too. government forcing an opinion. You know what I mean? And but the you're thing a is, pragma- as a pragmatist, wouldn't, you want, you, wouldn't you, you want normal marriage to be the only recognized marriage that produces families? Because we need families. We have a lack of families. I we shouldn't have, agree with We I shouldn't have fake marriage, mostly, nor should we have divorce. I mostly agree with that logic. However, the thing is, God gave us free will, and the thing is, whether or not we—the thing is, yes, I agree, it is a sin, but the thing is, that should be up to us people as individuals to decide. The government should have no say in what marriage is and what isn't. I think that's up to us, the people who practice the religion. But we the people to used to, to be the government, live man. the religion. We the people used to be the government. But you're right, the, agree uh, with the federal government, that under the Tenth Amendment, the federal government has— has no say of of forcing same sex marriage on everybody, which is yeah, what the and they have Supreme no say Court in did. Forcing and forcing traditional marriage, because that right there would be also I think a that's second. For, or I a think first that would be violation. It could arguably fall under promoting the general welfare, because the Fair people enough. are I I could people are so degenerate. That. But anyway, man, I definitely see that. You know, and the thing is, I'll say this: although I don't agree with it, I definitely see where your logic is from. Yeah, and that's one of the things with me. Even if I don't agree with you, nine times out of ten, I can see where you are logically. Right. If you are at least logical, I can have a discussion with you. Even though we disagree, I can see where your logic's from and be like, oh, "Okay, your logic's good enough. I don't agree with you, but hey, your logic's good." And you've been like that. You've had this position on marriage pro- since before. Before you went into college, did you? Since high school? I've had this position. Uh, the thing is, I was for it, but I didn't know exactly how to put it into words. The thing is, okay. I'm for it, but I'm against the government enforcing it. I'm, I'm for traditional marriage. I'm for same-sex so-called was, marriage. Did you have this but position? But I don't want the government in, to enforce it. Did you have this position back in high school? I did, yes. 
Okay. This this, ha- this position has never this position never changed because I was in college or anything. When like did you that. When did you take on this same. government get out of marriage thing? Was it- I was actually in middle school and I discovered the Libertarian Party. Okay. Just by myself, no one told me about it. I was just I was just infatuated by the fact that there was a party of people who are just like, hey, get out of my life, you know, like Ron Pauls, Rand Pauls, you know. Yeah. Nice man. And I'm, I, the thing is, I'm not in a political party. I hate how political parties are functioned. But the thing is, I can respect certain actions of political parties without yeah. being a part of the political parties altogether. Now, of course, I don't like the Democrats at all because they take the they're for you, the party to a whole nother level. I but, forget you're you're. I don't want to dox you. You're 100 percent white, or are you at all black or Hispanic or anything else? I think I'm like 2% black, but it's so small that I practically consider myself. Is your black name Nick Fuentes? Case, since it's such a small, small number. <laughs> Actually, Nick Fuentes is not a libertarian at all. Do you, have you ever heard no. the term libertarian? Libertarian? I actually, Law, this is the first as time I've heard of it. Yeah, LOL. Libertarian? This Law-bertarian. is the first time I've heard of it. Because libertarians, the problem with libertarians. We call them, sometimes we call them libertarians because they surrender the country because they're a little too easygoing. We need to be oh tough God. and hardline, man. <laughs> but oh, anyway. Trust me, I am for a border wall. I'm for a border wall. Nice. I'm for the police being able to do their job. It's, that's one reason why I'm pragmatic because there are some positions that I disagree with with fellow libertarians, like abortion. I don't like abortion. Are you going to vote for Trump? I don't want it in any case. What were you saying? Sorry. You're going to vote for Trump? Uh, if he runs again, I will. Nice, man. Well, take care, Justin, in Big Sandy, Texas. Great to hear from you. Have a re- happy new year, and we'll hear from you again, you, man. You too. Talk to you later. All right. Check in again Bye. sometime. Bye. Justin in Big Sandy, Texas. His beliefs are not like Nick Fuentes, but he sounds just like Nick. Yeah, he's, he, he sounds like him in that he uh, is, is pretty well-spoken. Uh, Nick Fuentes comes off as a genuine guy, though. Um, but, but thank you, Justin in Big Sandy, Texas. No, when I hear Nick, I, I, Nick has his own mind. Maybe ju- if Justin, as Justin grows, he'll get his own mind more. I don't know. That's, anyway, that's my take. He sounds like. Other sounds like somebody else, the Libertarian Party talking through him. But I appreciate that guy. Let me get to Art in Ohio. It's time. Art in Ohio. Thanks for calling, man. Thanks for holding. Happy New Year. Hey, how you doing? Doing well. You are. Okay. First thing first. Speak up for me, man. You're coming in kind of quiet and you're a little bit far away from the phone, maybe. Okay. Can you hear me better now? Maybe so. Yeah. Go for it. Okay, first thing first is, dude was sitting there talking about the uh, marriage or whatnot. He don't understand that, well, the uh, Constitution or whatnot was started off of the Bible, and the Bible uh, was made for a man and a woman. So, of course, that is, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. That is going. That is where that's coming from. So how is he a Christian, and he don't understand that, he don't understand that, uh, the Bible or whatnot, the America was started off as Christian Judaism uh, belief, and the marriage comes from the Bible. Right. So it, that's the word. I mean, we don't believe that uh, 
they should be interfering with marriages, but there ain't a gay Bible to where it says that, oh, a man and man should be married. Right. It comes from the Christian Bible. So that's the first thing first. You know what, man? Are you, are you, is there a baby sleeping in the other room? You sound like you're talking a little bit quiet, more quietly than, than usual, kind of under your breath to not speak so too loudly. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm kind of in the hallway. Oh, okay. No worries, man. uh, All right. Then my second thing is, Going into the uh, thing, remember I was telling you about the uh, girl who she had the babies in the car and met some lady kid after a baby or went out of the car, her twins out the car. I remember your call, yeah. Uh huh. Okay, so why they donating money to this woman? Why ain't they donating? Uh, why ain't they donating uh, ASS whooping? Somebody need to uh, <laughs> get beat up for that. You see what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> who who should I'm, be beat I'm, up? Know, should she be the, beat the up mom. for having having left the child in her car? Yeah, she needs to be beat up. I mean, because uh, clearly, I disavow. Clearly, but, I disavow violence, but uh, I get your point. She should not be getting the pass for having left her child in the car. That's bad. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, we clearly, we clearly see the government and the courts ain't gonna do nothing, uh, do nothing about it. They reward her with uh, uh, money or whatnot instead of arresting her, maybe taking her kids away from her. And holding her to accountable for leaving her kids in the car, but now you setting a president. A president. Only thing I got to do is go find me a crackhead on one of the little hood, little neighborhoods that I came up in. Find me a little crackhead and have my son kidnapped. And y'all gonna go ahead and donate money to me? I know it's ridiculous, huh? Are, are you yeah. able to get to a different room that's not so echoey? It's in that hall hallway, whatever you are in. It's a little echoey, so it's coming in kind of muffled. In a sense. Okay, try it. Much it's better. better. This now. is much better already. Thanks, man. Okay. Oh, yeah, so if I'm thinking, yeah, yeah what I'm saying is y'all basically setting a precedent to, uh, we know everybody's up there scamming with the PPP loan. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah I heard something the, like that. Yeah, the weirdo, uh, we know uh, weirdo O'Biden is a scammer and uh, a cheater. So, I mean, y'all setting precedents to where y'all uh, negotiating the terrorists and uh, negotiating the scammers. And uh, I just don't, I don't seem to get that or whatnot. And then you, uh, when these kids grow up to be criminals or whatnot or end up uh, hurting a white person or hurting one of a black person, then y'all going to be trying to, then they're going to be trying to lump them in and be like, see, these the blacks or whatnot. When clearly, y'all not holding these people uh, people accountable or whatnot. Y'all keep giving them money for dysfunction. Yeah. But that's all I really wanted or whatnot. I just want to say that or whatnot, and I'm going to catch you later. I'm going to sit back and listen to the rest of the show. Sounds good, man. Appreciate you, Art. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you. Thank you. Art from Ohio. Nice. People were like, oh, he's in the bathroom. No, man. (laughs) Every echoey room is not the bathroom. Sometimes you could be, like, in a building spot. Some people are working construction, and it comes off echoey. Speaking of the evil government, let me talk about this baby-killing government. I didn't read this whole report from Hague News. Uh, Commie Nonsense Network, CNN, reports the FDA announced they will allow pharmacies to dispense abortion medication, the abortion medication called Mifepristone, to patients. Mifepristone can be used along with another medication I told you in Hague News today on JLP's show. Misoprostol. Misoprostol. I'm, of course, butchering the name. And uh, our resident 
health expert, perhaps Lisa, if she's wa- watching over there on Facebook or listening, maybe she can correct. I don't know if she can correct my pronunciations, but uh, to end a pregnancy, mifepristone can be used along with another medication, misoprostol, to end a pregnancy, meaning kill a baby. Uh, not read from Hague News. As of Tuesday, the FDA said they would no longer enforce a rule requiring people to get the first of two drugs in person at a clinic or hospital. Certified pharmacies can instead dispense the drugs directly to someone who has a prescription. The FDA's move comes days after the new so-called Justice Department. These are corrupt people under the sleepy Biden administration. Commie capitalist liberals. Evil. Uh, baby killer supporters. After the new Justice Department legal opinion, so-called Justice Department, anti-white, by the way, from the very very founding, they were founded to oppose the so-called KKK, who may not have been such bad guys at the very beginning. And who knows who was good and bad during those times, right? This was during the Reconstruction, so-called Reconstruction after the Civil War, the war against the beautiful South, the war of northern aggression, the war between the states not allowing them the self-determination to secede from the union, and then not allowing them to have their own representatives. They brought carpetbaggers in from the north, and the KKK, I heard, was founded to oppose the carpetbaggers and deal with all the shenanigans imposed on the beautiful south. They didn't have their state's rights anymore. And it wasn't just about slavery, although there is a right to slavery too, but now that right is gone in America. What a shame. Anyway, uh, the Justice Department legal decision declared a f- that federal law allows the U.S. Postal Service to deliver abortion drugs, a move the sleepy Biden administration believed could help protect access to uh, abortion, meaning baby killing, in states that have enacted bans of abortion following the so-called Supreme Court's proper decision to overturn the evil decision, Roe v. Wade, back in 1973 that said, oh, it's a matter of privacy between a woman and her doctor. We don't know if it's an actual life. We don't know if that's an actual baby that they're killing. Yes, you do. And those I heard were Republican-appointed justices, some of them. So-called Republicans. Maybe they weren't such good people back in the day. They're not such good people today, for the most part. I don't know if they were ever so good. But their platform was for what's right more so than the Democrat platform, the Republicans pretended to be for what's right. Maybe the Democrats back in the day were were more on to something than now, but now they're just trash, evil, pure disgustingness. Baby killing, white hating, Christian hating. They didn't they booed God being in their platform. God I think they might have booed God and Israel. <laughs> uh, some of you guys may be pleased by the latter, but uh anyway. Ridiculous, huh? So that's the government for you. You know, it's funny, this, uh, just a side note. Um, my caller, John from Kentucky, toward the end of the hour, last hour, he said something like, oh, whites are, oh, the whites, which is not just whites. In fact, it's a lot of these uh, so-called insurrectionists the mostly peaceful capital protesters, the patriots. Some of them are not patriots at all. One of them was a BLM grifter. And some of them are like Hispanics who kind of went out of control. You know, emotionally, emotionally weak Hispanics who were easily swayed. And Italians. There was an Italian whom I know of who 
got his home raided by the, the feds. And it's ridiculous. Their, their punishment is disproportionate against the people who marched with the police and rioted a little bit too rambunctiously <laughs> in that mostly peaceful Capitol protest on January 6, 2021. But John from Kentucky made the point that some of those are people are maybe in jail to this day. I haven't kept up with what's going on with them. But we do pray for the January 6ers because many of those guys got caught up. They had anger. They should not have gotten caught up. And they fell into a trap. It's a trap. Just as putting the mentally ill Swedish child or the slut or the uh, ridiculous black president up there to be mocked and hated by the conservatives, the conservatives should not hate, should not overreact. Same with these protests. Charlottesville was a trap, too, where they attacked the mostly peaceful whites who had the total right to protest the tearing down of our beautiful Confederate monuments. Um, The American Confederate hero, General Robert E. Lee, his his statue being torn down. He didn't even want a statue of himself. To me, that makes him more honorable, more worthy of being uh, respected and having his monument up. To show an example of unity, unity and decency in Christianity and manliness and leadership and uh, strong military. Because he was a great general both for America and for the Confederate States of America. Anyway, uh, those were setups against January 6th patriots. And the uh, Charlottesville Patriots. Yeah, they said Jews will not replace us. That sounded so bad. But their point was there's a lot of these liberal Jewish people in power who are for the replacement of the whites by way of the POCs who are useful idiots who come in here and hate white people. That's what they meant. It's an understandable statement. It's not pure hate. Give me a break. Oh, tiki torches. So scary. It's not scary. Oh, so mockable. Okay, it might be somewhat mockable. <laughs> but anyway, those guys didn't do anything for the most part. Yeah, one guy drove into a crowd after Antifa was smashing in his rear headlight and his uh, rear window. Well, the windshield, rear windshield was smashed after he crashed into the crowd. But he had to back up because they were, like, attacking his car. James Fields. And Antifa and Black Lives Matter were attacking the whites it was the alt-left, as Trump rightly said, attacking the whites. So anyway, there's a trap and um, saying, oh, they're in jail doesn't mean anything. doesn't mean that they're right, properly in jail, the January 6th protesters. And to this day, I think people are persecuted for j- the Charlottesville thing. You guys all to know this. Day. You guys all know this story. I go off on it every so often. I guess I'm emotional about it. Passionate. Not a good thing. But yeah, pray for the uh, persecuted whites and and persecuted patriots who are are not white. But uh, yeah, we got to get wise, get get uh, innocent as doves and cunning as serpents. Let's talk about this degenerate uh, restaurant, family restaurant. I saw this tweet. I have some tweets and screenshots. This woman called ContraPoints. I want to say that I've interacted with this woman before. I think I've debated her before. 
uh, she shared some screenshots of this man named Nick Adams, who was a couple of months ago promoting this degenerate restaurant called Bleepers. Uh, Bleepers. <laughs> Hooters. Sorry, kids, don't say that word. But that's a restaurant. Um, and this woman, I think it's a woman or a transgender or some weird liberal called ContraPoints, on November 10th tweeted, heterosexuals openly admit they have to groom children to perpetuate their lifestyle. <laughs> and she, her name is Dark Natalie, I guess. ContraPoints. I want to say I've interacted with her on like Hippy Dippy Roundtable or some, you know, Dylan Burns' stream. Think she's a liberal. I don't think she's morally straight. And she's mocking the heterosexuals because the normal people say that homosexuals and transgenders groom children to be for them and the, and the people who support them too. Degenerate women and even some misguided males. And she showed this screenshot of this guy named Nick Adams, parentheses alpha male. He calls himself that, <laughs> I guess. A blue check mark on Twitter, Nick Adams USA, Nick Adams in USA. And he tweeted November 9th, apparently, if more members of Gen Z had been brought to Hooters as children, I can guarantee we would have had a red wave last night. Gen Z are the young voters, young, useful idiots. And they're not, you know, no young people who are like boomers and then worse millennials and then worse maybe Zoomers are very masculine Men are made to be effeminate, and it starts as children. And so this guy thinks that Hooters is a solution. Is it a solution? I don't think so. He tweeted. He also tweeted, going to Hooters is a gender-affirming experience. It's sort of a degenerate restaurant. I won't go into details for the sake of the children. I mean, it's not, as, it's not a strip club, but anyway. Uh, yeah, he claimed going to Hooters is a gender-affirming experience. Whatever, Nick Adams. You're silly. Is he a Hispanic? He kind of looks Hispanic to me. Or Italian. Or maybe even Irish. There's some dark-haired Irish out there, right? Uh, He tweeted the next day, 99% of the people who pass judgment about Hooters and parents who take their children to Hooters have never actually been to one. He keeps on saying that word. Why do you stop saying that word? Stop saying that. People who demonize parents who take their kids there are pathetic. I feel sorry for their children, he said. <laughs> and so he's infighting with the right-wingers. I, per- I assume this guy is a, somewhat of a right-winger. And there's people who are for it, right? It's interesting. I found this interesting mainly because very recently we put out a Bond Archive Sunday service from the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Uh, no, from, the Jesse, from Church with Jesse Lee Peterson on the Bond... YouTube channel. We had a discussion in 2013 about a coach back in those days, toward the end of 2013, who was fired, I think up in the Pacific Northwest maybe, for taking his middle school boys team after they won a championship or something, according to what JC reported at the church service, the Bon Archive Sunday service, to a Hooters after winning a championship. Without parental permission, that YouTube, uh, it's on YouTube and elsewhere. Do you offer your body a, li- 
as a living sacrifice to God. That's the archive service from November 17th, 2013. And that we have a we have a clip about it. It's okay. Is it okay to take boys to Hooters? And there were some people who said, oh, with permission. Others said, no, it's promoting sexualization and degeneracy and women in sort of tight or skimpy clothes, maybe. And uh, JLP said, it's not good for boys to be taken to Hooters. It's uh, promoting a sexual demon, awakening a sexual demon in the wrong way before time. Although with middle schoolers, they... They're probably kind of into that already, degeneracy already. But you don't encourage that. People are like, oh, they have good wings or good service. <laughs> kind of making excuses, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, that, that ContraPoints woman may have somewhat of a point. That that's uh, somewhat of grooming. There is like a... Uh, the bro type of mindset where, oh, did you score? I scored in the wrong way. Oh, man, it's hot in here. Too much hot air. Maybe we should open, should we open the door? Maybe it's quiet out there again. Because <laughs> I don't want, I don't think we should turn on the AC. It's probably cold out there. Too much hot air from Hake. So anyway, I just wanted to share that with you. Not a good thing. That type of degeneracy is partly what sexualization, sex, sexual immorality and perversion kind of grows. And any type of evil grows. So, anyway. Uh, yeah, the solution to the the solution to homosexuality is not promoting uh, sexy women. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's not the solution to effeminate males. <laughs> uh, that was part of the degradation. Uh, let me show you this. Uh, homos, gays, and their supporters who are evil wolves in sheep's clothing, are pretending that the Bible was mistranslated. (laughs) They mistranslated the word homosexuality. You don't need a Bible to know that homosexuality is wrong. An atheist knows that, a commonsensical one, one who hasn't fallen into sexual degeneracy himself. And then he's like, oh, let's go. It's fine for everybody. It's common sense that homosexuality is wrong. Literally everybody knows it's wrong. Everybody Intellectuals rationalize it as fine. You may train yourself to be to feel like it's shocking to think that it's wrong, but nowhere in the Bible is it called fine either. Multiple places it's referenced as perverse, perverse, an abomination, which simply aligns with uh, normal sensibilities of the nature of things. It doesn't go together. <laughs> I don't think I have to make any gestures to say it doesn't go together. <laughs> Uh, let's let's finally play clip eleven. This is from the gay who strayed, strayed. Uh, well, this is interesting. Tweets a young lady called the gay who strayed on Twitter. New documentary aims to show that the Bible never originally said anything about homosexuality being a sin. 
it doesn't it never it, does, it never says that it says it's wrong it says it's an abomination <laughs> uh, i've heard once from before from a bible scholar's video thoughts and here's a minute and 41 seconds uh here's the trailer for this lame documentary pretending to be all serious it's a bunch of women and liberals promoting it here it is neither fornicators nor idolaters nor adulterers nor effeminate nor homosexuals shall inherit the kingdom of God God's given us his word and to go against that's wrong 1946 is the first time in any language in any translation the word homosexual ends up in the Bible right I found that incredibly hard to believe who made this decision why did they make this decision how did they make this decision here is the famous 1946 RSV New Testament. I found that they had Effeminate. left their archives at Yale University. I think we went through 60,000 documents. So I'm reading this for the first time. Oh, oh this is exactly what we are looking for. This is it. I was wrong, or I think I'm wrong, about what the Bible says. What is in the Bible is a behavior. It's a behavior that heterosexual people can do. Religion and politics get together. There is a religious war going on in this yeah. country. It is Pat a cultural war. I think. This war is for the soul of America. Hey, sweetie. What you're doing is contrary to the word of God. The authority of the Bible is at stake. How do we undo a lie that is so ingrained in our culture? 1946, the mistranslation that shifted culture. Give me a break. Like everybody thought the gay was fine back in, back before then. <laughs> I, I said Pat Robertson, but no, that's not Pat Robertson. Who's that guy who's kind of based and he's a nationalist and he's old? Guys, he said it where it's in a battle for the soul of the nation. Now Sleepy Joe calls, says that phrase, sicko. He wants to drag the soul into hell. It's not Pat Robertson. It's... Ah, it's bugging me. JLP opened for his... uh, For his vice presidential pick. Trump kind of mocked him in the past. Man, you guys know who I'm talking about? Ah. Buchanan, Pat Buchanan. Thank you, Jeff Hewitt. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, Pat Buchanan. That's the one. They showed Pat Buchanan alongside Ronald Reagan. Patrick Joseph Buchanan. He's one of the base guys. He's 84 years old now. And he's called, like, let's see, American paleoconservative political commentator, a la Vincent James, real Vincent James. I think he also calls himself paleocon. President's a special consultant to Presidents Richard Nixon, Gerald Ford, Ronald Reagan. Good guys, I think, but compared to what we have now, right? Um, ran for president against George H.W. Bush in 92. Campaigning against his breaking of his read, read my lips, no new, ta- no new taxes pledge. Pat Buchanan delivered his culture war speech in, in support of the... Uh, okay. 
in support of Bush later. But anyway, um, seemed like a solid guy. I think he's friends with JLP in the in the past, or maybe to this day. Pat Buchanan. Pat Buchanan ran for president in like 2000 or so, along with this black lady as as his vice presidential pick from the L.A. area. And JLP was friends with her, too, and he opened, he gave a speech introducing her at the, like, an independent thing. But anyway, yeah, Pat Buchanan. Shout out to Pat Buchanan. Uh, I liked how they said the word effeminate. Even the effeminate shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Isn't that interesting? They said God's given us his word. You don't even need the Bible, though. And the Bible is not God's word. Not, it's not the only word, anyway. God's given us his word. People call it God's word. It never really rang true to me to call that God's word. 1946, and then they had to have a bunch of fat women who are preachers and intellectuals and, sorry ladies, sorry fat people. <laughs> not sorry, but forgive me. Or excuse me. <laughs> uh, as though these people are people whom we should listen to about what God actually wants. <laughs> and effeminate male intellectuals, I kept on calling effeminate during the clip, peering into this trailer, peering into this, this, oh, what does it really say? Muddying the waters, making it f- unclear. They don't bring clarity. They bring confusion. Intellectuals and people who like to tr- who try to call into question obvious reality, obvious common sense truth. Gay is not okay. And they had, I don't know if you caught it. I didn't catch it this time, but Daily Beast called it, oh, great, or something like that. Uh, Out Magazine, IndieWire, eye-opening, something, some dumb words like that, praising it. Please. So this came from a woman named Jamie Mitchell, founder of Gays Against Groomers. I saw her, and she's at the gay who strayed. And strayed is S-T-R-A-Y-D. No E-D. No Y-E-D. She's this dark-haired, I don't know if she's a normal white, but she's like maybe a Hispanic or, or Italian or... I don't know, Jamie Mitchell. A woman claiming to be a lesbian, she, she says in reference to herself as a quote from The Advocate magazine, which is a radical homosexual outlet, I believe, that hates her because she's a lesbian who's not for the liberals. She's founder of Gays Against Groomers. So she might be one of the nice, nicer, more well-behaved Radical homosexuals who uh, is a little bit more sensible. And so we're like, oh, based gay. (laughs) God is great and life is good. It happened. She has a picture of herself smiling alongside uh, Tucker Carlson. She was interviewed by him on his show. I remember seeing that. Mildly attractive young lady. Is she really a lesbian? She's not fat. She can't be a lesbian. She has long hair, looks, you know, more than mildly attractive. She tweeted against Trump. Like so many 
trendy so-called conservatives are tweeting against Trump and some anti-trendy conservatives are tweeting against Trump in my chat. I know that, too. Lesbianism isn't real. You know, uh, before I get into this thing with Trump, there was something else I wanted to say. Oh, she appeared on Tucker because she protested against the transgenders. Show her with Tucker again. Yeah, there she is on Tucker Carlson's show. Uh, There was a clip that Tucker played of her. And, you know, a lot of these feminists, these TERFs, uh, trans-exclusionary radical feminists don't like the transgenders and the uh, gays pushing their stuff on the children. And so she protested against all that stuff. And there were some guys who were maybe transgenders. They looked like cross-dressers in some sense, attacking her and her crew, her people. I forget what town she's from or she's in. But, yeah, this woman... uh, was attacked by the uh, radical homosexuals, the transgenders, radical transgenders. So, yeah, there's division even amongst those people. Division everywhere. Yeah, uh, Matt Living the Dream says Trump is the Manchurian, like the Manchurian candidate. Oh, my gosh, we are over time. I'll have to deal with the Trump thing later. And uh, some other things, some other stories. Thank you guys for bearing with me through that uh, horrific story, I guess. Whatever. Uh, Let's play a Christmas song if we have time. This is Full Beards, Angel Wings, Car Doors, and Department Stores by... What is it by? The Evaluation, Lujo Records. Thanks, guys. Take care. Just before it's on the list of too many diet dinners and cigarettes and they for far too long. They live for far too Long way.